0: That's always good when you start off with a laugh. Science, it's great. Pregnant, <laughs> uh, young girl, teen, doesn't know how to tell her parents. <laughs> Movie Freaks! <laughs> Edward Furlong's in it too. And... I am freaking
1: hopeless. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, wow.
0: Movie Freaks! <laughs> <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the net that is still figuring out the perfect length of a pregnant pause. I'm Eric Marner. <laughs> And I'm Eugene Weaver. (laughs) And we've got another fascinating show for you. Uh, Once again, we are still working with new mics, new equipment, trying to get everything just right to bring you the finest free entertainment that the internet has to offer. (laughs) And this episode, I'm sure, will be no different so please bear with us as we mm. deal with hums and clicks and pops and whistles and uh, we're we're constantly yeah. trying to make it better as Fart, always farts and farts burps and yeah <laughs> bags and kids <laughs> kids bloody noses and <laughs> neighbors yeah, shooting the, shooting shotguns at each other and guns and <laughs> <laughs> uh, also don't forget four nights of Fulci is coming up in a few weeks Get your tickets now, they are available, they are for sale, nightlightcinema.com, and for further questions or information, you can look for us on facebook.com of Fulchi. you can email us Fulchi at yahoo.com, that's spelled out, and we're on Twitter, at 4 fournightsofulci, that's the number. Okay, now that we got that all the way, let's jump into the roulette where we force each other to watch movies, diving on those cinematic grenades for you. To find those gems in the rough. And last episode it was the reconstruction of William Zero up against Harvest, which is surely a good film because Michael Shannon's in it. That's what we determined. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Go ahead. I'll let you go first. How was Harvest? Okay. Uh, Well,
1: I'm happy to say that uh, Harvest was a good movie. And I actually watched every single roulette that you threw my way uh, last week. And then some. So wow. and and a lot of those I'll save for recently watched but obviously I'm going to focus primarily on Harvest. This movie uh and seriously if he stars in a movie uh no matter what genre it is, more than likely I will give it a shot because he's in it because he is that good of an actor. And this is this is uh no different. In fact, without him in it, uh the movie would have still been good, but He's just got this weird quirkiness to his acting style that I just, I like a lot. And it it comes out in spades in this movie. It's just weird and quirky. This is, to me, the best way to describe this movie without giving too many spoilers away, is this is a uh, 2015 version of Stephen King's Misery. Uh, with With some different plot points, obviously, along the way. But that's essentially... Kind of what's the the general outline of the movie is, uh, is person stuck in house, crazy person also in house, making sure that person doesn't go anywhere. Uh, this movie would have been a complete gem in the rough had it not uh, had a very, I don't want to say tacked on, but a very lifetime movie of the week beginning and ending. Mm. And it's so weird because the middle section, I'm like, oh, this is good, like, I the the main villain of the movie is despicable like Kathy Bates misery despicable I I hated this woman mm-hmm. and uh and I and it was it this is actually I don't want to say it's family friendly but it's a it's pretty much a PG rated movie and it's it's extremely uncomfortable like really uncomfortable the subject matter but it's still PG level
0: or yeah I mean there's I don't think there's any swearing so, uh, but the kind of the impression I'm getting is that it it uh, it lived up to the poster and our skepticism of the synopsis and everything, but was improved by Michael Shannon. So yes, it, it sounds like you kind of enjoyed it. But bottom line, would you buy it? No.
1: Okay. Netflix definitely check it out, but okay. buying it probably not. No. Okay. Uh, and and that's it, what's what's so difficult for me is that beginning. I'm like, oh no. Immediately, I'm like, oh, this feels like a lifetime movie of the week. Just the acting, the wooden acting, and just even the music in the beginning. I'm like, this is a lifetime movie. And then it starts to get dark and sinister. And I'm like, okay, now we're, now here we go. Uh, and then all the way up to the last couple minutes where it's like, oh, we're back to lifetime movie of the week. Good. Uh, but but st- I give it three and a half out of five stars. Uh, it's an... E- it's good. You'll you'll be furious watching it. It's a good, again, it's furious in a good way, which means there's good acting in it from the the lead stars and even the kid actors in it. I wasn't that bothered by. Um, I will say this because of recent events in the news, the uh, Kim Davis lady, f- f- uh, the whatever, yeah. uh, the lead villain in this movie looks similar to her. <laughs> I'm and uh, and so watching this, I'm like, "Oh, you bitch!"
0: <laughs>
1: and so, but, you know, and that that added to
0: my yeah, yeah. That but that worked to the movie's advantage, is what it you're it did. Saying. Yes, yeah. it did.
1: And so she was really good at being a hissable, despicable villain. Yeah. So it gets a thumbs up. It's not a gem in the rough like uh, White God was a gem in the rough. Uh, yeah. This is
0: but this is a very watchable check it out movie when you get a chance okay cool maybe I'll do that I'm not too sure after all that we'll see I'll keep it in the queue maybe for a lazy afternoon Uh, okay over on my side uh, was that all for Harvest yeah yes okay on my side I had the reconstruction of William Zero and I want to read you the plot synopsis that we were going off of Uh, from Netflix. After waking from a coma, a geneticist is nursed back to health by his twin brother, but troubling questions arise as he fights to regain his memory. Not a bad, interesting plot synopsis that you can immediately throw out the window after the first five minutes. This movie is nothing about that. It's about clones and this, I'm spoiling this movie because I did not like it. And actually, you, Maybe I shouldn't say I didn't like it so quick, but, uh, I'm going, uh, some of the stuff I'm going to say is going to sound spoilery and it's not because I'm just telling you everything the movie tells you very quickly. Uh, so that's, it's kind of like they tried to trick you into watching this movie so that you would be as fooled by the main character. Uh, but then it doesn't work because of the writing because they just immediately throw that out the window within literally within about the first five to 10 minutes Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, it's about clones. No, it's a clone thing. And then you're like, oh, so he's telling him about his twin brother and they're twin brothers, and you're going in your head, but you've already told me this is about clones, so obviously he's not a twin brother. You know what I mean? And and then you can sort of guess where the movie is kind of going and what's probably ahead. And then when they get to the twist, the movie wants to act like it's still a twist. And you're like, yeah, saw that coming within the first 10 minutes. <sighs> and then you hit pause and realize, there's still 45 minutes to go in the movie. And it's like, come on. And I didn't, I kind of don't want to dog it too hard because there were certain times that I felt like it reminded me of Ink. Remember that? Where it was like uh-huh. very low budget, but we both loved that movie. and uh, Very good movie. What was that one that we watched? I, I was trying to remember. I was going to look it up on the back, roulette pages, and I forgot, but the uh, there was a movie we watched, uh, both of us watched a couple of months ago, uh, four scientist nerds get together in a house, and they're trying to oh, do... Oh, yeah! Do you remember that? What was yes, it? The, the, was it the the Phoenix Project, or the yes, something project? it was the Phoenix, yeah. yeah, the Phoenix Project, and most of that movie, you give a thumbs down, but then the ending's kind of cool, and yeah. it was shot decently, and it's the same kind of story here, so at the end of the day, I I kind of want to go... I want to give you a, a passing grade for trying really hard. <laughs> and it's, you know, at the end of the day, you know, that was most of my review. And then I get to the third act and it was like dragging on and on and on and on. And I was like, you know what? I, I'm going to have to give you a thumbs down because uh, this just kind of toddled on and toddled on and didn't really go anywhere terribly interesting and any of the twists or what could be perceived as twists I, I I just sort of was baffled I was like how did you not see that coming there was so much foreshadowing on this event or on this or on that point and it was just like I just didn't care by the time I got to the end I didn't care now all that being said it's shot fine the acting was really well done the one guy at uh, is playing himself and Multiple clones at certain points, and uh, they, on a low-budget scale, they did uh, extremely well with the way that they shot it. As far as cutting over one shoulder, cutting to the other guy, you know, so they had a stand-in on the other side where you don't really see his face. But they did it. They did it so well that unless you're a total dork and really looking for these kinds of things, you might not even realize that it was the same guy playing both parts. So I got to, you know, I got to give them a lot of, you tried really hard. <laughs> and I, 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 I want to encourage you to continue, but it's just sort of this one. I feel like you kind of missed, at least you lost me. I, I did not care about halfway point. And then I looked and there was 40 minutes left and I just was like, oh, I can't bail at this point. I just got to keep going. And, uh, I don't know. Maybe you'd like it better than me. Oh, I, I, I watched, know. I watched it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was to the Yeah. Your review. <laughs> Uh, I didn't like it. Nope.
1: Every yeah. every single thing that you said, uh, it, I probably liked it even less than you did. Uh, but you're right. I got, I mean, they spoil it in the very beginning. I'm like, what? All right. Okay. So I there's the twist, I guess, that we're already giving out. Okay. Uh, I'll keep on. Uh, but it just went on and on and on. And on and on and I'm like, oh, <laughs> come on! This could have been an okay short movie
0: at this point. Like, it just. But from the p- writing perspective, do you see what I'm talking about? Where if they would have just moved a few things around, script wise or dialogue wise, just shifted it like 20 minutes later or 45 minutes later, or rearranged it, it would have. It, this could have worked. This this yes. could have been a fine project. But as it stands. I hate to say it, but go watch Arnold Schwarzenegger in the sixth day. Because it's pretty much the same movie, except with some action. And it's they're equally terrible, but at least that one has some action, I guess. <laughs> you know, that's know actually, yeah,
1: kind of a good comparison. And I haven't seen that movie in a long it's time. It's bad. It is bad.
0: But they at least had a couple of helicopter sci-fi action scenes that were yeah, yeah. at least something freaking happened and then it, you get to the very end of the movie where the big twist was oh william zero comes back and then then they clam up with all their exposition and so if you weren't playing strict attention you might not have even realized oh the original guy came back you know what i mean it, it oh just, yes i know yeah by that point uh, i was why? like i just don't care yep uh, <laughs> uh, that. okay yep,
1: same here <laughs>
0: okay Good. Glad it was, wasn't me. I, I seriously, my jaw hit the floor in the first 10 minutes when I realized this movie is not at all what I thought it was going to be about. Yeah, and I wanna, I'm want to.
1: i going to uh, come back to this movie and the recently watched because there was another movie that I watched on Netflix uh, that uh, actually that you threw my way. I, yeah, because I watched all of the uh, the ones that you threw my way last week, and so one of them, I'm going to reference this movie again. Uh Later on, so I'll get okay. to that later. So,
0: Okay, let's jump into the next round. Uh, what did you pick from the gems I sent your yes. way? Yes.
1: Um, okay, so, boy, it seems like I've been on a little bit of a tear as far as picking out pretty good stuff, because... I liked The Harvest, and I really
0: liked White God. So those are well. It's it's either that, or I'm be- throwing you better than movies. I'm cleaning up your shit. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> no, it's okay. That's what we're here to do. So. Yeah, that, to... yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: okay, so you, yeah. you more on that some to good come. Ones Go ahead. Yeah. So uh, Keith Richards Under the Influence, which immediately I'm like, oh, that's that's a guaranteed good documentary. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up, Moonrise. Kingdom, which at first I didn't think I watched it, and I'm like, oh, wait, that's a Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. Uh, I've seen that. Oh, okay. And that was a good movie.
0: Uh, that was it's it's really a Wes good. Anderson movie.
1: Yes, yeah. It's it's weird, but yeah, anyway. Uh, Immoral Tales, which I read the synopsis on that, I'm like, yep, added to the list. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, 1974, and disgusting, weird shit going on. I'm like, yep. I'll add that one. <laughs> uh, reality from the director of Rubber. I'm like, oh, oh and I'm a big fan of Rubber. I didn't even Rubber. know I that. Thought, yeah. Yes, that was a cool Frenchy David Lynchian. I liked that movie. So no, but it's reality about a, t- added-
0: a tire, a, li- a tire that has a life and kills people or something. I haven't, yeah. I haven't seen we- it. Oh, you haven't seen Rubber? I'm not all. I started it and then I got distracted with something else, and I just uh, haven't come back to it. No reason. I just I need to... Yeah.
1: Yeah. Rubber is about a killer tire that kills people and and, and smashes their heads in. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> so immediately, immediately reality went bumped right up to the top, <laughs> right and right underneath that immoral tales, uh, and yeah. then Kid with the Golden Arm, which is uh, Shaw Brothers, um, and it's funny because all of those sound good, and Moonrise Kingdom I've seen. But I'm like, it's all, they're almost splitting hairs. I'll watch them all. But I think that reality, just because I liked Rubber so much, I've got to check out reality. Uh, So that's number one, but I will probably report on some other ones as well.
0: Awesome. Uh, Okay, over on my side, I had uh, Exeter from, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, Uh, Marcus Nipsal. Marcus Nipsal who brought us such gems as the Conan the Barbarian remake and uh, other crappy movies. Uh, Pathfinder. Okay, uh, Pathfinder, terrible. Uh, I'll give it a chance, maybe... Oh, a bunch of teens going to the... Yeah, okay, no, I'm... I'm, I'm Maybe, I'll watch the trailer. I watch the trailer for all of these, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediate thumbs down, not watching that. Uh, Skin Trade, <laughs> that's Dolph Lundgren joint. Tony Jaa, though, so maybe that's something. Watch the trailer. That's why I... That's why I added that. And they 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 pimped that one a lot, like on Facebook and stuff. I saw a lot of ads for that. Like, hey, we got a Dolph Lundgren in a medium budget film. <laughs> uh, so I watched the trailer for that one. And then you remember Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next up, Call Me King. I watched half of that trailer. And that just seems like too far of a long shot for a direct-to-video kind of thriller action. Mm. Eh. Cowspiracy, uh, seemed, seems okay. I might actually give that one a watch, but that seemed like kind of the easy pick. And lastly, The Scribbler, which I threw at you about a year ago. Yes, you did. It's gone back and forth, and I've watched some of, but I did not watch all of, and I thought it was kind of okay. And I will be taking The Scribbler. Thank you, because those other four looked just, go watch the trailers. You wouldn't watch any of them either. Let me tell you, I watched Cowspiracy today. Be
1: glad you didn't pick that one. I'll that tra- report on that-, that one later today. You know
0: what? I'll just give my prediction right now. The trailer for that one looked uh, very much like one of those uh, documentaries where they're like, there's a conspiracy going on. We're, we're talking about this. There's a conspiracy. Then they talk to some people, and they go, yeah, that's a thing. Ooh, dun-dun-dun. And I was like, eh, this doesn't look like super-duper legit. And I already know the... Uh, concept behind the premise i'm well informed on that topic so i was like "Mm, i don't need to see a bunch of people just repeating it over and over and over yeah oh
1: bingo well i'll I'll fill you in on that one (laughs) later tonight i've oh i i I have some venom to spew on that on that documentary later (laughs) well
0: then with no further ado we need to jump into this round of the top 100 because this always (laughs) takes way too long uh so we can but it's so good for the recently watched uh but hey, we're running way ahead of schedule since we started early, so maybe yeah, we'll have plenty I'll, of time. We'll do right. a two-hour show tonight. Why not? Yeah, when
1: when a liberal uh, myself uh, slams a movie like Cowspiracy, you know it is hardcore. But oh, I wanted to punch like ten puppies in the in the jaw or cows was,
0: or cows. <laughs> yes, I wanted to eat a steak. Well, anyway, yeah. Let's, we'll, <laughs> Recently watched, will come. Just wait. Yeah. Okay, uh, this edition of the Top 100, we have number 40 through number 31. We're winding down. Can you believe this year-long plan? We're coming to, and we got, what, three episodes left? That's crazy. It's wow. crazy, and it's, whew, it's getting hard. And all these films are amazing and fantastic and wonderful. <laughs> now I got it out of the way. Uh, uh, okay, I'm going to go first because it's easier for me to write that down that way. Okay, number 40, Vampire Hunter D: Bloodlust. Mm. This is the uh animated film, it's a sequel to Vampire Hunter D that which was from the 80s, I believe, and was I I own that movie as well and I like it, but it was very uh dated. That's the best way to put it. It was dated, okay? The the sequel Bloodlust is just fantastic. It it covers all of the uh, supernatural elements that I love to see in movies Like we got werewolves We got vampires, obviously We got spirits, magic users All kinds of science fiction cl- Crossed with some steampunk It's just bad ass Gory, violent uh, It's awesome I highly recommend you check it out if you haven't And it is not It has not aged uh, poorly It is It, it kicks ass uh, Okay, number 40 Number forty for me
1: is uh, the original Omen, the Richard Donner movie. Uh, it's uh, in the same vein as The Exorcist, but it's not quite as harsh as The Exorcist. But it's one of those movies where, and we, you and I have talked about this before. Uh, it just there's something about the way the the feel of the movie. You can't capture that feel, no matter how hard you try anymore. Uh, where it just—it's so 70s, but it's so good 70s. The music is so iconic, the kid actor is so creepy, and I—I'm a one of the few fans of the remake from 2006. You and I saw that in the theater, mm-hmm. and I—I I think it's a good movie. I—I I thought that it was a really well done movie, especially bringing in current events, uh, 9/11, and space shuttle blowing up and all that. I liked that aspect of it, but the original Omen. Uh, man, that is a classic, classic, uh, gothic
0: horror movie. And it, it still holds up to this day. Big thumbs up. I agree. And the only thing that, uh, the original has that the remake doesn't is that 70s feel, Mm -hmm. which is, you just, it's really hard to duplicate that unless you're, uh, house of the devil. That's the only one I can think of that really does that very well.
1: House of the devil honestly is, and we've, pimps that movie time and time again that is about the only movie i can think of that that literally if it would have said made in 1980 i would have been like yeah yeah okay it was Mm -hmm. and but all other ones that that pay homage to that time it 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 feels like a new movie that's you know
0: that's trying to be that yeah so i agree uh okay number 39 and this is my favorite coen Uh, the Big Lebowski, and a lot of people might scream foul on that. What about Fargo? What about uh, these other uh, fantastic movies they've made? Eh, I tend to side with them on the comedy stuff. That's where I, they really hit home for me, and uh, I adore Big Lebowski. That movie is a 10. There is not a single frame I would change. It plays into something that you and I uh, love very much, and that is awkward comedy. Things where... It's so awkward that the people just cross their arms and stand there, just look at each other like you you idiot like i, I don't even I can't even, I don't even have words for how dumb you are right now, but endlessly quotable and it's it's a perfect film. It really is nice thirty nine okay thirty nine for me is uh Steven Spielberg's War of the
1: Worlds and uh i debated on shifting that down a ways but every time i watch it uh, other than screaming girl i love that movie and at first i was a bit uh a bit underwhelmed by several scenes of the, of the lack of showing certain big big action scenes but i've grown to be totally fine with it and the special effects the music everything and tom cruise everything in that movie is so perfect, other than that, uh, than whatever her name is. Dakota screaming. Fanning, I think. Yes. But the first time that the aliens actually rear their ugly heads, it is so good and so much devastation on a massive scale. But seen through Tom Cruise's eyes, brilliant, brilliant filmmaking. Uh, that opening, that big first half yeah. hour with the, with the lightning bolts coming down through the sky, loved it. I liked That's... that movie better than
0: the original. I agree. Did you watch the original? I didn't know you did. Oh, numerous wow. th- Oh, yes. Oh, yep. wow. Okay. Yeah, The uh, I agree, and that's, that scene was awesome, but I, I prefer the one where they're on the boat, and they come oh, at night, that and so d- good. that's when they make real use of that boing sound, and it, yeah. oh, that's, it's terrifying. Yes. Uh, yep. Okay, number 38. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on the, a few of these, because we've talked them to death, and this one is... Predator. Hmm. Fell to number 38, but I figure that's a pretty good slot. I have many memories of this we've talked about before. Watching it many, many times uh, on black and white broadcast from Cleveland on Channel 43. Uh, Many times where my family would be like, movie night, we're watching Disney movie of the week. And I'm like, that's cute. I've got my blanket. I'm laying on a couch or on a table, on our kitchen table watching on a 10-inch black and white. I'm watching Predator. Edited to the hilt back in the day they they could do that Uh, so the parents would have no problem with the the kid going watching Predator because you know it's the 60 minute version of Predator yes (laughs) (laughs) where arms are not shot off or whatever and guts are not yeah (laughs) anyway fantastic movie it still holds up today and yeah. I'll give a shout out to the cleaned up Blu Ray release. I think it is by far the best version. And all mm-hmm. of the nerds that think it looks too cleaned up, it should look gritty, can bite me. I think it looks amazing. Looks like it was shot yesterday. Yeah, looks great. I agree. Okay.
1: Uh, okay. Thirty eight for me. And th- yeah, th- this is we're starting to now get into the kind of the no brainer stuff. Like, oh yeah, okay, yeah. that Jurassic Park. Like, oh yeah, of course that's going to be in your top, you know, fifty, or whatever. Uh, I debated on putting that a little bit higher, but again, we're at the point where it's like, what movies? If we're stuck on an island, what are we gonna choose? And yep, that uh, old
0: rewatchability fa- factor yeah, rears yes. its ugly head.
1: Yeah, and Jurassic Park is one that I can come back to every maybe four years, three or four years. Uh, it the the uh, the CGI for the most part still holds up great, and the music is iconic. The pacing is fantastic uh i did read the book and we've gone through this so i'm not going to get into that again but for a steven spielberg movie it is it, it's it's
0: a great movie mm-hmm. so i agree number 37 john carpenter's the thing, the thing. oh <laughs> i was making use of that pause um mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah yes john carpenter's the thing and i've watched this many times this i i You know, this might have been my very first John Carpenter movie. I'm not Mm. sure. You would probably know better than me. Uh, No, actually, the first one was In the Mouth of Madness. But Mm. at any rate, the thing is a masterpiece of sci-fi horror. I love the ending is one of my favorite parts, how it's kind of uh, vague, and you don't know quite how it ends. There was a comic book series that picked up after it that I think you still have. Mm -hmm. uh, I do. And... I would love to see that movie made. It never will be, and hopefully at this point he's too old. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I already saw that with the thing prequel. Ah, no thanks. Let's kind of just leave it be because you're not gonna you're not gonna repeat that magic. Uh, Yep. Number thirty-seven. Thirty-seven is uh, Paul Anderson's Boogie Nights. Oh wow. And
1: yeah, and Boogie Nights is uh, it's not a perfect perfect movie, but. This is one that that falls into the time that I watched the movie, and uh I mean this is a little bit older movie now and seeing in an, what I considered at at the time this is a little bit more of an art house type movie uh it was not what I was expecting, and I was from the opening shots, I was blown away by the the tracking camera that follows Mark Wahlberg through the bar or whatever it was so good uh. In fact, I think that I saw this before Goodfellas. I did see this before Goodfellas, and so I'm like, "How did they do that?" And then I watched Goodfellas, where they, where Scorsese does the camera yeah. through the nightclub. I'm like, "Ah, okay, that's that's awesome." <laughs> uh, but Boogie Nights is a great movie, and it's it's a tough watch. But uh, you know, I'm I'm into porn, so why not? <laughs>
0: I, I didn't know we were going there, but that'll no, work. No, I'm no. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh, no, that was a joke. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. I actually, yeah, the first time I watched Boogie Nights, didn't like it. And uh, that was early on in my movie Freakdom, so I hadn't come to recognize, just because something is full of miserable a-holes throughout the entire thing, uh, you still have to recognize the filmmaking quality. And mm. I very much do now that I've watched it a time or two more. Uh, good movie, yes. I still, it would be probably the least of my favorite from him. But yeah. I recognize that it is a well-made movie. Okay. Number 36 for me is a personal favorite. Like you were talking uh, before about uh, that time and place. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, my next two are time and place. And this one is a 90s gem battle royale. Mm. uh pack up a bunch of kids, put them on an island, and make them kill each other. Uh, why not? It sounds great, right? Uh-huh. Anyone that says Hunger Games is not a 100 complete total ripoff of this movie is wrong. <laughs> uh, and this was way better done and still holds up way better than that stupid movie. Ah, oh, God, I hate that game, movie. Uh-huh. <laughs> Makes me mad. Anyway, I love Battle Royale and it still holds up today. If you haven't seen it, see it, and it's, it's a little dated, but it still works very, very well, and has the guts to go there a lot more than that stupid, uh, ripped off remake. Number 36.
1: 36. I almost, I almost bumped this, um, but I'm like, you know what, because it's a newer movie, I'm like, you know, I, no, I love this movie, and I don't care if there's a bunch of naysayers, but Prometheus get spot 36 nice uh, and the fact of the matter is and i know there's a lot of people that complain about well no it doesn't this doesn't work and this doesn't work and this doesn't work well he's making another one and they're also making another Alien movie, and it's like, this is a universe that I feel that he's painting, he's continuing to paint, uh, Ridley Scott, and so there's probably reasons why certain things were not answered in Prometheus, and I like that, and it makes me want to watch it again and again, and uh, I can't wait for the, for the next one. But Prometheus and the 3D is uh, in, in that short list of,
0: see it, on three, see it in 3D, this was great in 3D. I completely agree. I, I would say it's number two only to Avatar as effective three D. It's yeah. amazing, and uh, it's amazing. He says uh, yeah. for every freaking movie, uh, <laughs> you know. And the more I hear people, I, I've listened to a lot of Prometheus reviews, and it, it really seems like people you just tend to love it or hate it. And if you,
1: yeah,
0: I, I just this is one where it, it boggles my mind. The people that hate it for me, their reasons for hating it are apparent in the majority of other movies especially revered classics Uh, why did they do this and in why did he try and pet the snake the space snake why does he try and do that no scientist would do that it's like you know uh, in aliens an alien they do a bunch of dumb stuff too and that's just science fiction they try and pet the space snake they all do What's that? Let's go look at it Let's go investigate Horror movies Let's go upstairs What's that? Let's investigate You know, every time you do that You're done You're dead I heard a noise out in the woods Let's go look at it Yeah Yeah So so a lot of their complaints I don't really agree with Okay, number 35 uh, Another 90's staple And my personal all-time favorite zombie film Mm. Versus (laughs) Oh, (laughs) Uh Ryu Kitamura, I believe how you pronounce his name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More. Uh this movie is just amazing. It's science fiction. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. For shit's sake. Uh yes. find another adjective, you moron. Uh anyway.
1: <laughs> Everything is okay in here. We're okay. We're okay, we're all fine. <laughs> how are you?
0: Uh, it's uh <laughs> I'm not it's... sure why
1: that just fit in there good. <laughs>
0: Okay, versus. folk. I gotta focus. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, versus is like zombies and science fiction and samurai and uh, borderline time traveling with reincarnation and uh, the. You know, it took me a couple of watches to get all the intricacies of some of the plot that I didn't realize I missed the first time around, and then when I got it the second or third time around, the stuff that he was saying it was like, oh. Oh wow. This is amazing. This uh, I love that movie. Unfortunately, my imported DVD is uh, just terrible quality at this point. It, I mean, it's pixelated and uh, just one of those DVDs that's painful to watch. Is this a, on Blu-ray? Cuz I, I th- need this on Blu-ray.
1: Yeah, me too. Uh I I think it is and I can't believe that yeah, I haven't I haven't uh, bought it on Blu-ray,
0: but I believe it is. Oh. Well, at any rate, I need to track that down. And you need to... That guy's filmography is pretty epic. I I have very much enjoyed the bulk of his work. And most recently, Midnight Meat Train. How awesome was that movie? That was a great movie. Oh, that was so much fun. Anyway, Versus, if you haven't seen it... If you haven't seen it, Judas frickin' Priest. It's gonna be one... Of, it's just one of those shows, people. Sorry, but... Uh. Mm. <laughs> no, we're good. We're good. Yay! Down the This hatch. show brought to you by Clan McGregor and...
1: <laughs> and Clann and McGregor. <laughs> sick,
0: vomiting kids who don't ever sleep. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Alright. Yes. If you have not seen verses, definitely put it on your list and get it done. Yep. It is a... Ah, that's just... It's an amazing film. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and the wheels are falling off, and I just frankly don't give a shit. No, nah, we're good. Number yeah. 35 for you. What do you got? Okay, 35 is
1: uh, Aliens. This is James Cameron's Aliens. Um, did you... I, I know we talked about this before. Did you lump all of that series
0: into one or yeah one. I, that's what i'm doing all of the okay, i thought series is i'm putting i put one in and that way they all get in so that we don't have to deal with oh i'm gonna rank five I alien know. movies taking up five slots i know and i i
1: i thought about doing that but i'm like i i gotta throw aliens and prometheus that's as separate you know no i don't have a problem with it you can do whatever you want yeah. it's your list go yeah. ahead yeah but aliens is um that is the perfect blend of science fiction, comedy, action, horror, uh, s- drama. James Cameron, in fact, uh, to me, that's James Cameron's best movie. Uh, and I, I mean, the guy has done, he has an extensive list of fantastic movies. But Aliens is his crowning achievement, in my opinion. And uh, especially the director's cut of Aliens that fleshes things out a lot more from, for uh, practical effects in 1986. Uh, they hold up so incredibly well. Uh, it, the sound, the, everything about that movie is A plus quality. I can't think of one single thing in that movie that I would change at all. It is,
0: quite literally, it's the perfect science fiction movie uh, to me. So. Uh, science fiction horror. That movie's still. Sci- gives, yes. I mean, it's terrifying. Uh, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number 34, I have, this would be an example of lumping everything together, Batman, the Nolan Trilogy. This would be Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight Rises. Uh, None of them are perfect, because you will not get a perfect score with that Batman voice. Yeah. And it's unfortunate, because uh, he started off in Batman Begins using it, where they gave him very little dialogue, and it works perfectly. It does, and I agree. In The Dark Knight, he had a couple more things to say, and he, at that point, you don't have any choice but to keep going with it, but you just kind of let it go. But then they're giving him too much to say towards the end. You thought everybody would be like you, but they're not. And it's just like, <laughs> uh, you should have scaled back his dialogue, and if he's going to do the animal thing, which is fine. It's a fine choice if it's used extremely minimalist. But then they gave him too much. to And, and then it, it was just absolutely more pronounced in the uh, rises where he's like, where's the trigger? <laughs> 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 uh, and then, but just, you know, those movies are still the absolute best Batman we've got to date. Uh, yes. I think they set the gold standard for uh, Batman on film. And uh, granted, we were all blown away uh, by, uh, uh Michael Keaton with with uh, his couple, but you know, watching him in retrospect, it's like, wow, Batman murders a hell of a lot of people. And that is just something that the Batman would not do. Uh, And it's sort of like, I guess he does it a couple times in the Nolan trilogy, but it's it's explained in a way that works with the book, comic books. You know, it's just like, "Ah, I don't have to save you either. And out the door he goes. And that made a lot more sense than just flat out shooting and bombing people <laughs> and, yeah. and i'm not even gonna touch on the schumacher ones but at any rate that this yeah. is they're endlessly watchable the dark knight would probably be the best one of the three but you know rises is right there with it i mean oh, it's we're so good a, a i quarter hair my biggest uh, there are a lot of non-batman things that batman does in that movie but my uh, well documented but um The only one that really bothered me was he took eight years off in the, in the beginning. He like hasn't been doing anything for eight years and it's like Batman wouldn't really just ever stop. Yeah. uh, I'm not going to dive into that. I can do a whole episode on that.
1: Cillian Cillian Murphy was so good as Scarecrow in that, in the first one. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, you're right. They're both so close for me. Uh, and, and in fact, Heath Ledger probably is why I would pick uh, The Dark Knight slightly yeah. over over the uh, first one. But yeah, at any rate, they're great. That's number thirty-four yes, for me. Are. Number 34. 34 for me is another fairly new movie. Uh, and I, you know, I it's weird because I I feel like I'm doing this top one hundred uh, a disservice by saying really recent movies because I haven't given them as many watches as some of the older ones, but like I like what I like, and I'm like, you know what? It fits in here. And You're fine. This... Tell
0: me what is better yeah. than Boogie Nights, Prometheus, and Aliens. And that would be the Evil Dead remake. Oh, yeah, that's understandable yeah. for you.
1: And that's uh, this is coming from a horror guy. I have seen that movie. Uh, I went through a kick where every couple months I would watch the Evil Dead remake. It, for all the horror remakes of the past 15 years 10-15 years I would say that The Evil Dead is probably the best one uh, the, it's so grueling and hardcore and just such a horror movie uh, I, it's insanely watchable to me uh, the special effects work the acting is good in it uh, I didn't like I didn't hate any one character where it's like oh they're they're stupid doing stupid things I, I liked all the characters uh, it that's
0: what a remake should be like. Is the Evil Dead, so I tend to agree. I've only seen it once in the theater, though. I need to give it another uh, watch, but there's yeah. so many other things on the list. You know how that yeah. goes. Yep. Uh, number thirty-three for me is another Hayao Miyazaki film, Princess Mononoke. Uh, and I, I, it's just pure classic Japanese fantasy gold. If you haven't seen this movie, definitely watch it as soon as possible. Uh, there is such a spirit of Japanese cinema history in this film that it almost overwhelms me to tears. And I, I love it. It's a perfect combination of just so many different genres around the Japanese culture. If you have dived on any of that cinema, uh, you would be able to recognize fairly short order. Um, it's a great movie. Check it out. Got it.
1: Okay, uh, 33 for me is Back to the Future. This is the Robert Zemeckis original from 1984. It's awesome. If you haven't seen it, come on. Get on the program. It's it's great. Yep. It still holds up. Yeah, it's 80s, but everything about it works as one of the best examples of what a summer blockbuster should be. Action, uh, comedy, good special effects Fast pace; it's everything about it works brilliantly. It's a perfect movie. Yep. It, it is.
0: I agree. Number thirty-two for me is the animated film *The Dark Knight Returns*. This would be the uh, two-part. I have the ultimate edition, but it, it would be the. It was released as two-part with Peter Weller playing Batman. Uh, and great, this, great movie. Yes, fantastic. But it's so fantastic that I probably won't be able to get you to like any other of the DC animated movies because it's the best one so far. It's the finally. I was like, "Look, you son of a bitch, you got to watch this. This is unbelievable." This is and it was my childhood yeah. brought to life, and it was it was fantastic. I missed some of the Batman uh, voiceover that was present in the graphic novel. That was the book that got me into comics back in the eighties. And it's, oh, it's so great to see it brought to life. Now, they're going to be bringing elements of it to this new Batman v Superman movie. We'll see how well that works out. Uh, But it's still not going to be a straight up translation. So I'm like, eh, it's all right because I've got my animated. You know, at first I was like, I got this two part thing and that's really cool, but I just want one movie. Then they released the ultimate edition. I bought it day one. I was like, that is all me. Goes on the shelf. That's one of my prizes, and I'm actually going to be pulling that one out uh, uh, again. It's time for another rewatch on that. Yeah. And Peter
1: Reller, uh the only the only downside is Peter Weller doesn't talk like this in the movie.
0: <laughs> he kills it as Batman. Dude. Yes, he does. Oh. He's great as and, Batman. You know, back in fact, in the, I think there was back in the '80s or '90s, they wanted to try and make this movie. Tim Burton did, I think, and he wanted to use Clint Eastwood. And it was like, you think about that in the '90s context. That would have worked then. Now he's way too old. But
1: yeah, uh, yeah. Peter
0: Weller's the perfect age. At least to do the voiceover. Yeah. And, oh, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, and by the way, I, I want to backtrack just briefly on uh, on Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. Uh, one quick note on Back to the Future that I just wanted to throw out there is, this is just a little nerd talk here. Uh, the grandpa. In Back to the Future, when uh, Marty McFly crashes the DeLorean into the barn and yeah. the uh, farmer and his wife comes in there. Yeah, I know grandpa right. Grandpa is grandpa also in Silent, Silent Night, Night, Deadly, Deadly Night. Night. So yep. there you go.
0: I know. Every yes. time I see him after I watch the movie, I'm, You get back here, you son- <laughs> 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 If uh, you one- see Santa, you better run for your life. <laughs>
1: Okay, one of my favorite, 32.
0: <laughs> one of my favorite Back to the Future Easter eggs is that guy has two uh, pine trees. He was trying to make a pine tree farm. He has two pine trees by his mailbox. And the mall that Marty just zipped out of from the 80s is called Twin Pines Mall. And oh. after he leaves that guy's barn, he runs over his mailbox and one of his trees. And then there's only one tree. And then when he gets back to the future, the mall is now called... Lone Pine Mall. So, Ah, yeah. nice. I, I would have never... I have watched that movie a thousand times, and <laughs> it is yet to come on my top 100. So, Ah, Number okay. 32 for you. 32 for me is,
1: uh, and, and I'm looking through the rest of my list, this is officially my favorite comedy of all time, and that would be Wet Hot American Summer. Because <laughs> uh, there is no other comedies on this list uh well i guess that's uh, that's subjective they're, <laughs> uh but but what hot american summer is my favorite straight up comedy uh not just because i like that style of humor which is uh this very weird quirky almost imp- improv type humor um It's raunchy and vulgar and works on multiple levels, and the fact that so many of the people that starred in that movie are now big stars, Bradley Cooper, uh, there's a lot of big stars in that movie, Yeah. but it, it cracks me up. The more I watch it, the more I enjoy it, and that seals the deal for me. It is not only a top 100, but it is my favorite comedy of all time. Nice.
0: Well... I won't argue with you. Uh, no, okay, the last one for this episode of the Top 100, number 31, another animated film uh, mm-hmm. Ghost in the Shell. Uh, a brilliant film, absolutely brilliant, and I hope to one day do a screener where we do a double header of this and Akira. That would be Ooh. one of my. My goals in life would to see those two back-to-back on the big screen. That would be amazing. Now, this movie is a little bit slow for people that are not uh, used to a lot of Japanese cinema. It's kind of a Japanese... It's got that uh, pacing. It's slow. It's a lot of talk about uh, literally the ghost in the shell. Is AI uh, have a soul? Does the spirit in the machine live? That kind of stuff. You transfer your consciousness into a robot. Are you still you? Or are you just a copy of you? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But it's also... <laughs> it. For every time that it breaks off into long diatribes about theology and that kind of stuff, it matches it with uh, nudity, sci-fi violence, robots killing the shit out of each other, gigantic, yeah. <laughs> huge action scenes, hacking. It's It's awesome. It's so badass. I love that movie. And the sequel... I thought was right up there. There was a TV show that came after it. The entire season I thought was brilliant and right on the same uh, writing level. Uh, but still, the the original is still amazing. There's a Blu-ray version... Amazing. There's still a Blu-ray version out there. It's called Ghost in the Shell 2.0 where I believe they did a clean, super-duper cleanup job on all of the animated cell frames and I have not got a chance to pick that up yet, but I cannot wait to get my hands on that, and that is a Blu-ray that I am dying to put on my shelf, and I will as soon as I can. Uh, cool. Anyway, if you haven't seen that one, it's, I have. it's, it's a, it's a must-watch. Yeah.
1: Number 31 uh, okay, for you. Okay, wrapping it up, for the top 100 this episode is Return of the Living Dead Dan (laughs) O'Bannon's zombie classic from 1984 I love this movie you mean the movie lied (laughs) this is one of those that is so quotable Uh, like aliens actually Uh, there's so many lines in Return of the Living Dead that are just, just insanely quotable It's again it's silly and fun, and fast-paced, and gory, everything about Return of the Living Dead works perfectly. Uh, Lenny Quigley is in this. She was in Silent Night, Deadly Night. Uh, it's just a punk rock zombie movie, and this is running zombies before 28 Days Later. Yep, so.
0: and it, it it intended to be comedy horror from the get-go, and you get that feeling really quick, like, oh, it's not yes. taking itself too seriously. Yeah. And that works in spades. I love that movie. Yes. Okay, I guess that's going to wrap up this episode of the Top 100. We've got, what, three left? There yeah, is, and I is, mean, I'm seriously, I'm
1: looking over the rest of my list and I'm like, shit is about to get real. <laughs> Starting on number 30, it's like, <laughs> now the big guns are coming out. Like, literally all of the, like, you know, Return of the Living Dead, that's fine. But the rest of the stuff is like, this is... Mm, life-changing
0: type movies going on here. Yep, I totally understand. I was really struggling with this round, so we'll see what happens in the next. Uh, Okay, let's move on to Recently Watched, and I've got a plethora of shit to talk about. I'm, see now, school's back in session, all the kids are out of my freaking theater, thank the lord, and all of the summer movies are hitting the dollar theater. I'm getting caught up. And so it's time for me to uh, discuss movies that we have talked about before. I'm not gonna spend a ton of time on them, uh, but it's time to get my opinions on many of the things that we have chatted beforehand. But I'm gonna let you go first because I think you have a lot more to talk about, especially since you watched all of the roulette. I've been super busy. I've only got like five things here, but uh, okay, go ahead. Well, give first, us you can give okay. us back to backs on those roulettes. Okay. Well, first of all, just to just
1: to let the audience out there know, Gunwoman was yes. amazing. <laughs> the, yeah. That, that, is, that is so up my alley. Uh, everything that Eric said is I I agree with. The beginning was like, what? Ah, this seems kind of Netflixy, And then it gets into the meat of the story, and
0: just trust me, watch it. It's a great movie. So uh, would you have, if if we didn't have the roulette and the show and all of our shenanigans, and you just popped on Gunwoman one day on Netflix, would you have watched past the first third? No. That's, no, I don't think I would have. That's why I wanted to warn you. Thank God, yeah. for the roulette, because I wouldn't have finished it either. Yeah, but but I gave it four out of five stars. <laughs> that was that was great. Awesome. That that it was just it was a blood literally a bloodbath I by was, the final. That third act was so exploitation and so gross, and I could yeah. not look away. It was great. Yep, it was great. Uh, okay,
1: so uh, I want to talk about a movie called. Why don't you play in
0: hell? Didn't we talk about that last time? Mm, I don't think We talked so, about that didn't last we? episode. Did you really? Uh, are you sure? Are you, maybe were you just teasing it? What? Yes, I was teasing it. That's what I was going to okay. watch it.
1: Like the next night. I watched it the very next night. Okay. Uh, this is from the director of The Suicide
0: Club. You remember that movie? Oh my God. I watched that movie before you and I... You think I traded you the disc I was like you gotta yeah. watch this shit this is nuts yeah. uh,
1: if there ever was a movie that should be written by and directed by Eric Marner it is don't why don't you play in hell this is so you it's I, I was sitting there watching I'm like oh my lord this is so Eric Marner it's Yakuza and a film sc- a film crew <laughs> trying to make a Yakuza movie by filming Yakuza people killing each other. And Yakuza, it was so great. It was so great. Four and a half out of five stars. Is it on Netflix or anything? Uh, no, it's a video on demand. Ah, okay, This is a video on demand movie. Um, th- honestly, <laughs> this would have got a five out of five if it wouldn't have been for... Uh, it got so bloody and gory by the final scene that they incorporated too much CGI bloodshed. Uh, and it it literally, towards the end, I'm like, okay, now you're starting to take me out of this thing because I am really able to tell the CGI blood. And right. that is literally the only thing I can think of. Uh, the Even the very, very end, weird ending, I'm back and forth on did I like it, did I not, but holy shit, that was a great movie. Yeah. Uh that is for film buffs to watch. Um uh, you may think that he's uh aping Tarantino's Kill
0: Bill a little bit because this has Kill Bill written all over it. Oh yeah. I mean Tarantino was aping a lot of filmmakers that yes. came before him with Kill Bill, so that doesn't yeah, I don't know. I'd have to see it yeah. to make a judgment on that. But uh the uh
1: I want to say the 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 guy from uh Verses the main guy in Verses is uh one of the main characters in this movie. Um, uh, I don't know good.
0: his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well I did a whole up, half an episode where I vowed to never watch any more of his movies <laughs> Versus? Yeah. No, no, no. The the actor from Verses oh. cuz oh, it was like God, we're yes, starring so and so from Verses and I was like yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh it's it's great. It's it, the
1: writing, there are so many different storylines uh, going on in this movie. And the way that he, the director, and I don't have his name pulled up here, and I'm not going to butcher his name. So the the way that he interweaves all these storylines through years is genius. It is genius. Uh, the movie is fantastic. I cannot recommend that movie enough. It is great. So
0: Awesome. I'll check it out.
1: And I still don't quite understand why they named it Why Don't You Play in Hell because it sounds like this horrible horror movie type thing, but it's a comedy action Yakuza drama type thing. Uh, The good,
0: the bad, bad, and the weird. The Japanese do things differently. That's all you can... Yeah. yeah. What are you going to do? Okay, over on my side. Fan four stick. I watched this movie. Yeah, there we go. Josh Trank's (laughs) latest opus. And uh, the subject of much, um, hm controversy, uh, I was shocked to discover this movie is not terrible. That's about the best way I can describe it. Not terrible. Good try. <laughs> there is a definite feel that the last third of it was taken out of his hands and just re- reworked, and there were a couple of character beats that would never happen uh, again. I get caught on uh, those things where they, they completely deviate from the comic book. You know, uh, Reed Richards would not just leave everybody that yeah. like just, Oh, I'm just gone now. And then one year later, I was like, what? That did not work at all. And, uh, they, they could have done something so much better at that point. But I do appreciate that Trank had a take on it. That was different than just now we all have powers Whee! Cosmic rays that don't make any sense. It was way more interesting to be teleported to another planet and the Doctor Doom thing I saw coming, but that's all right. It worked great. I, you know, for all the deviations he took from the comic, I thought that was a a fine translation of bringing it to the film medium. I didn't have any problem with most of it. Uh, But then it really falls apart there where you can tell this was probably taken away from him. This was probably somebody else directed and there have been rumors of that we don't know the truth and eh, it's all a big frickin' problem but just judging the film as it is i'm more apt to watch that one again than i am the other two fantastic four movies i at yeah, least was too. somewhat interesting and i'm yeah. not like giving it rave reviews by any stretch it was a broken film there's no doubt but it was pretty interesting had a good look to it i i enjoyed the bulk of it for what it was yeah. Back to you.
1: I enjoyed that way more than the uh, latest Terminator movie, which I that was a slog to to sit through.
0: I would like Uh, to be watching that one, but for some reason, they've only got a 9 o'clock showing. They never gave that one a nooner. Really? (laughs) Oh Well, if they did, it was while I was gone for a week, so... Yeah. I don't know. Looks Uh, like I'm going to miss that one until it's on Netflix.
1: (laughs) I think that the best thing that Fox could do is to give the movie back to Trank and say, you edit this thing however you want. Put in whatever you want, but I'm guessing that, that it, it's too late. That'll never happen. That'll never happen, I, yeah. I there's... agree, but that'll
0: never happen. And, you know, I think you said that the... Uh, end battle felt forced, or like that was tacked on. I really didn't feel that way. That It felt okay to me. I've heard a lot of people say that... Ah, um, oh, damn it, what was I going to say? Uh... Uh, that it feels like the first act of a movie that never quite gets to the movie. I didn't feel that way at all. I felt like it had an uh, origin, first act, second act, third act, closure, big action scene, normal. Uh, like it was mostly kind of all built in there, ready to go. So oh, okay. I, maybe mm-hmm. it's just me. I don't know. Eh, whatever. That movie's a train wreck and <laughs> nobody is going to come out clean on top of that one. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm glad that you still enjoyed it for
1: what it was and and it it is not the train wreck that that so many people are making it out to be in my opinion.
0: That was the biggest thing that I came out of the theater with was I cannot believe the amount of hate and vitriol this thing is is taking because yeah. it's not nearly that bad. Have these mofos ever seen Frickin' Daredevil, Ghost Rider, Catwoman, the other Marvel abominations. Like, this isn't even close to being as no, bad as those. No, it's not. Even in its train wreck status, <laughs> state that yeah. it's in. Ugh, whatever. I'm not even going to yeah. go down that yeah. road once again. I'll, I'll get the Marvelites up on me. Okay. Yeah. What do you got?
1: <laughs> okay, so now I'm going to start delving into uh, Netflix garbage. <laughs> this is, uh, this is, now we're getting back to the roulette. Yeah. Some of the roulette movies that you threw my way, uh, The Deadlands, uh, Suicide Theory, and the, uh, what the time travel, uh, uh oh, what's it called? Shit. Um, if, uh, uh,
0: oh. and Finny, was that it? I, uh, no, that time was, lapse? I think I talked.
1: I was t- it Time Lapse? Time Lapse, that's it, Time Lapse, yes. Um, I watched them all. So Deadlands. I'm going to get, get through that first. So take Mel Gibson's Apocalypto and make it as shitty as you can possibly make it. But hire someone to make a pretty cool cover. And there's the Deadlands. Okay. <coughs> yeah. It's uh, some kid... Uh, his
0: tribe I'm gets already murdered. bored and confused and don't care. Yes,
1: no. and he goes and meets a cannibal guy that trains him in the ways of killing and it is horrible. Horrible. So anyway, moving on. Suicide theory. Sui- <laughs> suicide theory. Now this is going gonna, gonna to tie in with the uh, William whatever. Uh, the thing.
0: reconstruction of William Zero.
1: Yes. Uh Totally opposite storyline, but felt exactly the same. And this is where I have a problem with these Netflix movies. And I don't want to say Netflix movies because they're obviously not made for Netflix, but they just all have that similar feel to where a couple actors with high-def cameras uh, working with a low-budget script and just feeling cheap. And yeah. that is the the that uh, Suicide Theory gets one and a half stars. Yeah. Um, it's just there's a guy that, that he tries to commit suicide. And he can't kill himself no matter how hard he tries. So he hires a hit man, uh, and the hit man tries to kill him, can't kill him, and because this guy's so depressed and it's and they and of course their lives are intertwined because of a past experience. And blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> yeah, it was terrible. Oh. oh, by the time it ended I'm like, "Oh, it's supposed to be weepy." So it's weepy now, but <laughs> I have feelings about this movie. Yes, deep no, was... deep
0: feelings. But,
1: but but that movie did remind me of the uh, the other one in that a couple actors uh, just everything felt very much th- cookie cutter. Yeah, I know there's what you a, mean. There's a twist, there's a twist there, and the twist is Something that happened in the past,
0: and uh. it's ruined by some producer who's like, "Why are we doing this?" I think yeah. I think the audience needs to know a little more ahead of time. Uh, yes, mm, on the yeah. writer side of things, when I hear people say, "But why does he do this?" and it's, I just want to throttle them. It's like read the entire script, and when you get to the end, then you go, "Oh, yeah, yeah then you got it, you dumbass." Yeah, and this one here is. The, uh, Again, you can tell what's
1: going to happen in the first ten minutes or so. You're like, oh, all right, well, that is because of that. A, B, C, D, yeah. Here we go. But I'm like, no, I'm going to finish this. I will say this. The acting was actually pretty good. And a lot of these movies, the cinematography is very good as well because these new cameras are so good. And they can be rented for fairly cheap. They can still be misused. And they can, yeah. But this
0: was shot good. Yeah. But this story was just like, oh, come on. And that's part of the reason why I, I, it's really hard for me to really shit on the reconstruction of William Zero was because the acting was so good. It's like, man, they were really giving it their all. And I hope that they get more roles. I really do. I, I, yeah. I root for everyone involved except the writer. And may he get yeah. hit by a bus. I don't care. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> okay, time lapse.
1: Oh, and time lapse, uh, the same thing applies. Uh, time travel type thing, a couple actors uh, find this machine in their neighbor's house that takes a picture of of what's going to happen in 24 hours, uh, and, and it's confusing, <coughs> oh, and there. it doesn't make sense, eh. uh, and then they, they start to find ways to make money off of this thing, gambling wise,
0: and... Uh, the same, blech. same old time travel thing. Let's get rich. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah.
1: Let's get rich, and then in the process, the bookies come after them. The bookies find out what's going on, and so. No, it it's, wasn't. Uh, good. It's
0: a thirty-minute movie. It should be a thirty-minute movie. I'm good. Yes, it,
1: it, it, all of these things would make, like, even Suicide Theory. There is a good idea in there, but it's not feature-length good. And most of these movies are not feature-length good, but. They make them feature length, and they yeah. well—that's
0: part of the double-edged sword of it being so cheap to make movies these days. Everybody thinks yeah. they can. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to do a quick double header because we've talked about these movies quite a bit in the last uh, few episodes. Uh, first up, Tomorrowland. Finally got a chance to watch this movie, and uh, I guess I'll just put a bleep in our show and say, "What the serious f- dude?" <laughs> How is this movie receiving uh, such mixed reviews? I thought this was wonderful. I thought everybody should think this is wonderful. What is wrong? <laughs> I, it's just me, I guess. I don't understand. Me too. Well, yep, me too. This was uh, the uh, adventure sci-fi movie of the 80s youth that is may you and me, that we're the target demographic for this movie, I guess. The, the Explorers, uh, the movies like that, it, I don't know, I, I just... I was immediately caught with a sense of wonder throughout the entire film. Granted, it got a little carried away with some of the uh, ideas, but it still worked just fine all the way through. And I was baffled as I left the theater. Why is anybody giving this a thumbs down? You you have to be a serious, soulless bastard to give this movie a thumbs down. (laughs) And yes, I'm going there. I I think Steve or Ty, one of them did. I don't know which. I don't remember. I'm just telling you. Soulless Bastard. Okay. <laughs> I, I thoroughly enjoyed that movie. I, oh,
1: me too. Wow, it was, was great. Cool. I left with this big shit-eating grin on my face. I'm like, that was just good. That was a
0: good movie. I, I just can't was... understand why people are like, no... No, I'm like, it's, it's a unique and different child's Disney adventure. What is wrong with you? And I thought like from the trailers that it was not going to be nearly as action packed as it was. It was very action packed. And I, ah, the the girl was spunky. Is she going to be annoying? Wasn't annoying, completely spunky. And I enjoyed it. Oh, that was so good. Okay. Yeah. And awesome. Next up, X Men: Days of Future Past, because you watched it, uh, the road cut. I said yes. I, I wanted to revisit the theatrical, since I was so blown away by the theatrical the first time. Uh, I wanted to rewatch it before I get to the road cut, so I could one pick out the extra scenes and two uh, just really take it all in, because yeah, I, was I. Super in love with the film, or was I just super happy that they reset the film and fixed everything wrong with X two and X three? <laughs> yeah, a uh, little bit of both, tell you the truth. Knowing that there's a cut out there with 30 extra minutes or whatever, it feels like this movie was cut. Like it feels oh, okay. hack, 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 hack. Uh, I really got the feel this second time watching it that there was a lot more uh, smoothing out that is needed in this film. It felt like jump, 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 we're here, we're here, we're here, we're there, we're there, all over the place, doing this, doing that. And it was like, there's a lot of uh, character development, at least just edging. It's You know what I'm talking about? Just that edging where it's like, make it a complete film and uh, smooth out some of these character beats and character arcs. Uh, so yeah. I am very much looking forward to the road Cut, especially having the theatrical... Uh, it mined for the second round. I still very much enjoyed the film, but I will definitely be bringing it down, the score down a hair until I get to that rogue cut, which I would consider true director's cut. Yeah. Yep.
1: So I'm curious, who do you think, uh, and this this might be way too big of a topic for what we're doing right now on this show, but... Who do you think is the best director for a superhero movie right now? Like, oh jeez, I know, I know. That's like you know we've got Zack Snyder and Christopher Nolan
0: and everybody's uh, doing I mean, their thing, man. And everybody wants to make it their own and have their own take on it and their own spin. And it's I don't freaking know, dude. Yeah. Marvel's rebooting Spider-Man for a third time in like tw- a yeah. dozen years. It's just asinine, but. Yeah, and Chris Nolan, I, he did it. Uh, we talked about in the top one hundred to date. In my opinion, he's done it, Batman, the best. Does that mean there's room to improve? Absolutely. He by no means yeah. absolutely did it perfect. Uh, who, honestly, you know what? Uh, I will have a name for you in one second. Hold on. <laughs> it is J. It's Jay Olivia. He is doing the best superhero movies. He did Under the Red Hood, I believe. He did mm, the Dark. Which was a great movie. He did The Dark Knight Returns, the animated film. Uh, he did the uh, What was it? Uh, Batman Year One, the animated film. Yep. in my opinion the best superhero work is the DC animated stuff that's the closest to the uh, source material and maybe it has to be animated to be that believable to get that close I think that you can do it live action and I'm praying to God Zack Snyder does it, I, don't get me wrong, yeah. I've loved the Nolan stuff, i love the Snyder Man of Steel and I th- I'm really looking forward to uh, Batman v Superman but I have reservations it's not perfect uh, yeah. we will see but Joss Whedon I mean there's, there's dude been he killed it great... in Avengers but I don't know about Avengers 2 I've, I've tried to rent yeah. it the other day it's not available for rent unless you go on Disney's freaking website oh <laughs> mm, I was mad I was all like we're gonna watch Avengers 2 and we sat down couldn't rent it which would lead to my next review but I'll let you finish with uh, what <laughs> okay. you
1: were talking about. well okay so uh, I'm gonna touch on uh, this is what I'm
0: looking forward to uh, Chappie. Damn it. So I watched Chappie. Oh no. Oh, no. You have that look on <laughs> your face and I'm like, oh God. No, uh,
1: <laughs> on Blu-ray. No, no, no. It gets a thumbs up. Okay. It does. Um, there was a lot of great stuff in this movie. Um, I, but when it was done, I'm like, you know what? I actually think I might side with Steve on this one. Oh, damn it. I also it. didn't like the bad guys in this movie. I'm like, they were stupid enough. For I'm like, that's distracting. Uh, um, but everything else i'm like there's such a great like almost robocopy type yeah. feel it was fantastic c g i was I not uh, right I about chappie ro-
0: I mean that was amazing like the like oh it was uh, fantastic it
1: looked like a real robot yeah. on screen um but uh, those three bumbling idiots i didn't like oh, them I at they all they had
0: hard i didn't bo- they didn't bother me at all i was like really oh, well they're idiots, but I was like oh they're just, I mean, they're poor people trying to survive in this ultra crazy dystopic future, and it's like you and I would be doing the same thing. And they're uneducated. Yeah, why not? I mean, wh- what would you be doing to make a buck to buy bread for your family? That's what they would do. <laughs> I think uh, this is the, the main guy, the tattooed
1: Mohawkish type guy. Very irritating. Like he's, oh, and he starts with being this kind of dunce, doofus, bad guy. And then he gets a heart, and I'm like, "What? Uh, I I didn't like him." Yeah. Um, but you're not supposed to like that, him. Having said that, yeah, I know. Uh, but uh, but other than that, I, the, I love how things get build more and more and more and more up until Hugh Jackman gets his shot at it. I'm like, "Oh, here we go." Ed 209 time, <laughs> bring it on. <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> Um, There's some great bloodshed that you're almost not expecting in it, uh, but it, oh, it gets a big thumbs up. Did you? I'm did you? That. Did you
0: see the ending coming?
1: The very, uh, very with, ending. No, oh, that was fantastic. That's probably my favorite part of the movie. Me too. I, is where, I didn't see that coming. Where they, I, yeah, where they went with that, I'm like, whoa, okay, that's that's unique. Okay, um, but yeah, that was great. Okay,
0: we, we were talking I got with, the, with the two questions. One. World's better than Elysium or not? And two, are you keeping the Blu-ray? Oh, uh, better than Elysium and definitely keeping the Blu-ray. Definitely. You know what? I consider that a world-class success. I'm good. Yes. And you know what? You don't agree with Steven. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I watched it with Joni and my wife, and she was was complaining about the villains uh, through most of the movie. Understandably (laughs) so. They're supposed to be annoying, and they are annoying. Yeah. But, you know... That when he got to that big action sequence with the quasi Ed two hundred nine at the end, and it, oh, that was, that was so good! It was so good. <laughs> but when there was absolutely none of that Elysium shaky cam bullshit, I was like, "This I, this is amazing! I'm I'm so on board with all of this." I loved it. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I,
1: I I liked the uh, the kid that was in uh, Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah, he was good. Um, and Avatar: The Last Airbender. Don't forget. Yeah, of course, yes. (laughs) You see? Uh, But I I really liked how that ended. Um, Even though I didn't like the main villain
0: people. Now, well, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. I understand. I totally... Look, at no point was I saying, they're very likable. I understand they're annoying. But they're a means to an end. They are a plot device, and they serve their purpose. And considering where he was going with the ending, which I didn't see coming, it made sense that, they would have those characters in there serving that purpose to get you to that end. Uh, So Mm -hmm. that's why when it got to that end, I was like, Oh, okay. I forgive the annoyingness that worked for me. And that battle was awesome. I, and that end conclusion just kicked ass. Did you like, or what did you think about how you,
1: about how Hugh Jackman looked in this? (laughs) (laughs) Just kind of a weird haircut and even weirder
0: clothes. You know, he is the anti-Nicholas Cage. Nick Cage gets bad hair in every movie and looks stupid and repulsive and Hugh Jackman gets bad hair in every movie and it's like, okay, it works. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This movie, he's like, I just got (laughs) ponytail mullet in the Wolverine movies. I got bad Wolverine hair and you're just sort of like, I don't care, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh, because it was funny. i like, oh, you've
1: got kind of tight shorts on that are a little yeah. hiked up, a little too tight, and big socks pulled but he, up, and like, you kind of look like a dork.
0: Neil Blomkamp did that on purpose, being like, this is that kind of dork. Uh, this is that kind yeah. of idiot. He was he was dressing him on purpose that way. So you're supposed to be yeah. looking at him going, oh, you're one of those. You're one of those. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So anyway, but it gets a thumbs up. Yeah. It does. I don't think I liked it quite as much as you, but I'm definitely keeping it, and I'm definitely going to watch it again. And there's a good chance that I might
0: even like it better the second time. That's all right. That's uh, so. very much in the same vein of what I gave that the review that I gave that movie, and that's fine by me. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, Wonder Woman. Since I couldn't watch, um, freaking. Uh, Avengers 2, I couldn't rent it because it's only available on the uh, Disney website, I guess, or you have to buy it. Like, on Vudu and stuff, you have to buy it. You can't just rent it. I'm like, okay, oh, wow. I'm not spending 20 bucks on the digital copy. I'll just wait until I can... You'll let me rent it one day. Uh, so, I popped in Wonder Woman Blu-ray that you had on the roulette, and I haven't got around to watching yet. Uh, so, I sat down with the family, and we're watching this. And I recognize some of the complaints you might have had with it Uh, because this was the second time I watched it Uh, it's not I I never said it was perfect but it's not perfect it's still a very good movie and it's a very good uh, uh, intro to the true origin of Wonder Woman molded out of clay visible jet all that bullshit Uh, that's not the background they're going with now that's okay but it's good to have an uh, animated representation of the true origin. And I loved it for that. And it, it was great that it went uh, all the way with its core uh, creation, which was just Ares, God of War, and the Hippolyta, and uh, the way that she comes to the United States, the original outfit, everything. They just went all the way with it. Uh, I thought the humor was still worked fantastic. There was a big... Uh, Uh, kind of a tripping stepping stone between the second and third act where, uh, it's just sort of like, we just moved on real quick, and now we're into this third act action scene, and go, 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 fight, fight, fight. It's sort of like, eh, I could use a little more padding there, but, you know, especially when you're getting into these animated films, you gotta, they run into budget issues. I, I, I swear they must, because they just are all of a sudden are like, hurry up, hurry up, let's get through this story as fast as possible, <laughs> and yeah. uh, move on. So I can understand how if you don't have any background in the actual books, it would be like, everything's moving at such a fast clip. It's hard to keep up with all the names, especially in a Greek mythology thing where, you know, everything has five syllables. Uh, But that being said, I still very much enjoyed it. And then you have to give it a little bit of credit. This is one of the very early DC animated films before they got into their groove that they're in now. So it was awesome. I'm glad to have the Blu-ray on my shelf, but I understand where you might've felt like it was a bit of a misstep. Um, Yeah. That being said, you will be watching the Doctor Strange movie at some point before oh, before the okay. Doctor Strange movie comes out because that is quickly becoming one of my highly anticipated live action films. The Oh really? Oh dude, Benedict Cumberbatch is going to be Doctor Strange. Um uh, uh, our guy is directing that thing. The guy that we love. Uh, what's his name? He did, uh, did uh, Sinister and uh, The Day That Earth Did Still Remake. Uh, oh, yes. Yes. Love uh, that. Uh, yeah, I can't remember his name. Absolutely love that guy. Scott Derrickson. Scott Derrickson. Um, perfect guy to be directing this, in my opinion. But then again, I said that about Punisher Warzone and What's-Her-Name. Uh, <laughs> uh That was a yeah. bit of a mess. But anyway. <laughs> um uh, the animated version of that, uh, the Doctor Strange story perfectly tells the origin uh, via the, uh, uh, as it is in the comics, so I would like you to watch that before going into that Doctor Strange movie. If you haven't looked at that cast, uh, Tilda Swinton... Uh, I can't even bring up all the names now, but there's like five A-list actors in that movie. It's... Tweedle, Idol4, whatever, however the hell you pronounce his unpronounceable name... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Twelve Years a Slave that guy, yeah, uh, it it's going to be an amazing film, and they it, it's so perfect that this comes at the same time uh, when they uh, have cut Kevin Feige loose. You know about that whole rearrangement at Marvel yes, and yes, Disney? Yeah. Yep. Oh yeah, I've been following that. Yeah, I think that it is a new day for Marvel in film. Really? Oh, dude, are you kidding me? It has been a cloud over the last few Marvel films since the Thor: The Dark World, Avengers Two, uh, even Ant Man with its restructuring with its director. Uh, yep, that was all uh, above Faggy. Faggy was the, so, the I, In my opinion, I don't know nothing. I'm just he is the guy going. This is the direction we need to go, and this ultra rich billionaire guy who critiques the frickin' food at the events saying it cost too much is the one funding the footing the bill on these movies saying, no, 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 pull it back, pull it back, pull it back. And now that he is out from under the cloud of that guy, I think he is going to be cut loose. And the first film that I think we're getting out of that is going to be Dr. Strange. And look at the actors that are involved in it. it. Dude, it's going to be shit nuts. And they're cutting it loose with the magic. No more, make it alien, make it alien with the Thor stuff so that people can go with it. Yeah. You know, they're really going to cut it loose. And you have to bring in that magic side and the, uh, and uh, spiritual, extra-dimensional, whatever, for that Marvel stuff for it to really ascend to the next level because there is a huge uh, junction between those two kind of ideas. Anyway, huge. Do you think? Do you think
1: that Marvel will? Uh, will do you think they're going to continue with the whole? He's dead, but now he's not dead. He's dead, but now he's you know, not dead. I know that that's the way the comic books are, but it 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 takes away like oh loki loki's dead no he's not dead no he's dead no
0: he's not dead i mean maybe but i think that they will do better at at giving it weight uh and i have not watched avengers 2 but i've heard enough to know that you and steven you guys were wrong when we did that uh huge megapod whatever and i was throwing out my predictions about what avengers 2 is and you guys had already seen it and you guys were like no, this guy is dead, and it's a heavyweight, and it's a big deal. You know what? They <laughs> they introduced that guy in that film. It was not a heavyweight. It was a throwaway character that Fox also has a joint rights to. That's why they let it go. He was introduced in one film and killed before the movie was over. That's That doesn't carry the same weight as one of their uh, heavyweights that already has a series going. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They, they've lost nothing on that. So... Eh, we'll see on that front but and you know what, it's not that I'm necessarily calling for the blood of, the, of people so that we can give weight to these films, it's just it doesn't feel like there's a lot of weight to it when they're constantly fighting robots, when they're constantly fighting in empty areas where there's no people, that's why I like Man of Steel and a lot of people are like, oh it's, Superman would do better and he would save more lives, you know what, it felt like there were real stakes going on there and real people died? It did. And I yes. appreciated that. I'm not trying to get lots of people killed in cinema, but, I mean, uh, holy shit, when it's nothing but, oh, we're killing a billion Ultron proxies. Do you feel like it, there's anything anything going on there? I don't know.
1: Yeah. Yep. No, I'm right there with you on that one. I, I am a big defender of man of steel that is one of my favorite superhero movies it is a it is a
0: delicate balance i'll admit it's it's how do you find that perfect balance but i and you know maybe i don't even have the answers to that question because otherwise i'd probably be a marvel director and lots of (laughs) billions of dollars thrown my way okay do you have anything else you'd like to talk
1: about um so should i touch on cowspiracy sure go ahead Okay, so cows are making the world end and some hippie douchebag vegan guy that I hate uh is going to different different uh organizations trying to trying to get them to say what what he wants them to say. So hey Greenpeace why are why is uh, why are bad things happening here 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 and here here? Eh, I, are you sure it's not about the cows, huh? It's such it's it's ridiculous to me. I, I there's a seed of a good idea in here, and maybe he's right. But I loathed that prick. <laughs> uh, just a hippie hipster douchebag. Um, uh, and I, again, I, I am all for conservation. I'm all
0: for, uh, I, I, I'm, Hey, I I'm all live. for lowering the amount of cattle that we're breeding and slaughtering. And it, I know that the methane out of their assholes is what's yeah. a, a huge part yes. of global warming. I got that. But even from the trailer, but I was the able way to pick lo- up that people were like, um, uh, and he's manipulating that footage to make it look like sea. Yes. Yes. See, e- exactly. Yes. Yes, and, and
1: he, uh, it's something about the way he does things, I just, I didn't like him. Yeah. I did not like him. And I know that some people have an issue with, I, I know that even Michael Moore and you. Like, I like watching Michael Moore. Uh, and I know he can be a condescending prick on his movies sometimes. But this guy, I'm like, I don't like you at all. No. And you feel like you're just, oh, thank you for saving that rooster from being killed um literally like well thank you for that i could care less and this goose he's he cries over a goose getting beheaded or a duck or something oh i i kind of want you to watch it to see maybe i'm wrong in this because i'm no pretty out
0: there with but it's like this here i'm like you're you're repeating everything that i my instincts told me about the trailer so no i'm good on that yeah, he's like sustainable plant or you know plant-based uh diet and I'm like That's not
1: possible. What about the population? Yeah, what about what about how many people are living on this planet? And that we're not supposed to we're supposed to let every single animal run free. Nah. <laughs> uh, and, it's and I'm like not possible. what? Yeah, and so it's like you don't touch on those things but you sure don't want any fish to be fished at all ever. And I'm like you're a douchebag. Go, go, go strum the G chord on your guitar at a coffee shop <laughs> singing about, uh, <laughs> I- 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 that, seriously. Anyway, oh, that's there's crazy. my rant. No,
0: you're good. You're yeah. good. You're good. Okay. <laughs> do you have anything else? Let's wrap this up. Uh, <laughs> I got one more, um, but I'll save it for the tease. We'll do it next week. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm, I'm Okay, let's yeah. do a tease. I I got Area 51. I got that one watched and I Ooh. will give my thoughts on. Uh and I'm still watching these TV series. Sorry, I know you hate it, but uh TV is hot as hell on Netflix right now. Uh Narcos, we're still watching occasionally. Mm-hmm. My interest kind of waning. It's it's still Everything's still fine with it. I just Uh, there's better things to watch. Gotham was added to Netflix Uh today. Oh, today? today. Bet your ass I'll be diving on that. And maybe I'm a little late to the party, but friggin' Bojack Horseman, whatever I can say (laughs) to make you watch this show. Is it funny? This is a Eugene Weaver show. The first episode I was Crying, my wife was like, "Eh." Second episode, I'm crying. My wife was like, "Okay." Third episode, yeah, we're she's in. We're we're hooked. It's fantastic. I'm. I watched episode four and five tonight. It's genius. But you got you got to give it a couple of episodes, like a new podcast. You got to let it sink yeah. in. But it gets filthier and filthier and filthier with every episode. And I talked to my neighbor tonight and he said, oh, I just wrapped up season two. Yeah, it gets worse every single episode and it's the most brilliant thing on TV right now. It's amazing. You, you, it, okay. It's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> you love it. Uh, that's all I have for teas. Sorry, I'm watching TV right now because TV on Netflix is hot yeah. as hell. Okay, what do you got in the tease? Uh, I'm going to watch, uh, I
1: picked up, From uh, Family Video, I actually got uh, the Seth Rogen movie uh, Neighbors for like four bucks. I'm like, "Ah, you know what? I'm always up for those raunchy already comedies in the off chance that there's another gem in the rough. And that one might be a gem in the rough worthy
0: movie. I don't know. Now they're making Neighbors, too, with Chloe Moretz. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. So I'm going to watch that one, and I'm still on board for getting into to October I'm really going to get into the Halloween movies again. I want to watch Halloween 3, Season of the Witch and the Rob Zombie Halloweens but again we've we've talked about these movies before but there's all sorts of movies that pop up in October that uh, that I'm not expecting to watch that I end up like oh I got to watch that. I got to watch that. I got to watch Man. that. So uh all sorts of Halloween goodness coming your way in October.
0: I'm definitely feeling a, a horror kick coming my way as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tons of stuff that I want to check off the list. Like I, I'm ready. I'm ready to dive back into those scary movies. Yes. And, uh, uh, sorry. Last. Thing.
1: Oh, and one other one other thing. Uh, the next episode, I will touch briefly on the Confession of Fred Krueger, a short film that is on YouTube. I want to talk about that on next episode, but I want to. We're out of time, yeah. and I'm, I'll save that for later. Okay
0: sounds good, can't wait to hear that ok, as always, you can get a hold of us at moviefreakspod at yahoo.com and please visit our friends Cinema Sidekicks and Cinema Soft Underbelly uh, don't forget Four Nights of Fulci uh, coming up in October buy your tickets now at nightlightcinema.com uh, and I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode as always, I'm
1: Eric <laughs> Eric Marner And I'm
0: (laughs) and I'm Eugen Weaver. (laughs) Thanks for listening.
1: Bye. See ya. Thanks for listening.